Good evening. And now, the Inspirational Quarterly. Hello, and welcome to the Inspirational Quarterly, where we read through the USA Today bestselling author, uh, Keith R.A. DeCandido, uh, his amazing book, Starcraft Ghost Nova, that Davey Reedon and I normally worship. Uh, Davey is here today. Hello, Davey. Hello, I'm back. And it's me, it's Kara. I'm here also. Um, so you I say think- we normal. You say we <laughs> normally worship as though, as though we're not today. As though today the book is less special to today. Yeah. yeah, today it just goes on. We did have a moment of fluctuation last week with the um, uh, uh, not getting Constantino's charity. Yeah, um, we did have a moment where we were like, wait, can we not have this one tasty morsel? But okay. still, still we continue onward um, in Keith's good guidance. Um. We are on page 123 today, and uh, I was reflecting on the fact that we've really been, the story's been focusing on Nova for, God, for pages. Um, And we haven't made much of a secret out of finding Nova, not maybe the most interesting character in this entire book. And I was reflecting back on some characters that you know we haven't gotten to see for a while and so for fun i decided to uh write up another little episode synopsis from that classic tv sitcom everybody knows jack Um, (laughs) okay so i thought maybe i would i would read you this little synopsis here this is this is from uh I, i i put this at like early in season three is it could be season three or season four somewhere in there but this is uh i i I think it's early in season three all right so uh so here here we go this is uh see from season three of everybody knows jack it's a new day at the tarsanis police force where the captain of the squad has left and a new captain is needed for reasons entirely beyond his understanding jack pembleton is selected as the new head of the tpf He is overwhelmed, confused, and entirely out of his league, but the crew appears to be counting on him, and so he sets out to do his best. Taking cues from books like Management for Dummies and How to Lead Humans When You Yourself Are a Secret Robot, Jack begins eking out a feeble attempt at leadership. He delivers inspirational speeches lifted directly from famous sports movies from Old Earth and proposes a set of radical new changes to the TPF. Changes such as start actually solving crimes. But after just a couple of days on the job, he's worn out. Nobody seems to be following him, and somehow the squad is actually solving fewer than the zero crimes they were already solving. Exhausted, exhausted and out of ideas, Jack stumbles into a bar and orders a drink. The man sitting at the bar next to him strikes up a conversation, and it turns out the two of them are both in similar circumstances of being asked to lead a team they feel wildly unqualified to lead. After commiserating with one another on their shared woes, Jack asks what exactly the man does for work. The man sighs and says, Don't tell anybody this, but I've just been appointed as the leader of the the Tarsanis crew of supercriminals. Name's Jeffrey. Jack, Jack laughs. 
That's hilarious, he says. I'm Jack Pembleton, captain of the Tarsanus police force. Jeffrey also laughs. What a coincidence. It turns out, Jeffrey was made head of the Tarsanus crew of supercriminals despite having virtually no background in crime. Jack beams at him with pride. You know what? I really think you have what it takes to lead, he says. You just have to make the most of this opportunity. Thanks, responds Jeffrey. I'm giving it all I got. Who knows? Maybe one day I'll actually commit a crime myself. Both of them laugh and order another drink. When Jack finally leaves the bar, he's got a spring in his step. If Jeffrey can see through such a tough situation, he thinks to himself, then maybe I can too. What an inspiration. He returns to his office, energized and ready to finally set about wiping up crime. <clears throat> so there you go. That's that's an episode of Everybody Knows Jack from season three. It's amazing. I love the, the idea that anyone remotely criminal would be called Jeffrey. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> It's as good now as it was when we first un un <laughs> unpacked that hole. I just feel like Jeff is just not someone that is going to be a badass at anything ever. Like, why? Right. Why? Right. Right. But you know, he's been asked to. He's been asked to step up and lead the criminal super squad of criminals. Indeed. Um, and uh, I'll bet you he'll do it. I'll bet you everything's well, going to turn out just fine for Jeffrey. I'm, sure I'm, I'm willing to bet it's all going to go his way. Sure, it may not be uh, may not be exactly what he had in mind for himself, but I'll just bet you that in the end of the day, Jeffrey is going to come out just fine. I think so, too. Um, well, there you go. That's all I got, and uh, I think we're ready to jump back into the to the book to uh, continue onward rather than looking backward excellent you um, ready i'm ready okay um we were uh standing in front of a shop the shop is what's the shop uh stood outside it's just okay it's just outside a news vendor yeah with the aai uh uh, oh, yeah, no, it's just, right. <clears throat> right, so we're just in front of an AAI uh, standing outside a news vendor. Okay, providing the feed from UNN. We have a reporter talking about um, uh, the talking about Clara Terra giving her little uh, speech. Yeah. The, the, AI, the AAI returned to the reporter. Ms. Terra went on to say that the investigation into her family's death has been closed, and she intends to hold a funeral ceremony for all six of her deceased family the day after tomorrow. Donations should go to Constantina's favorite charity, which was the charity for connecting factory workers with dogs. Obviously. No, no that's a lie. Nova lashed out with everything she had. I don't possibly she thinks it's a lie that that was Constantino's favorite charity, but we know that that's not a lie. That actually is his favorite charity. No, that's a lie. Lo Nova lashed out with everything she had, and the AAI exploded in a fiery conflagration of sparks and twisted metal. Whoa. Nice, Keith. All right. Nice. Nice. Bringing the gamers back. Yes. 
Now, this is what the gamers were here for. They just had to wait Got until page now. 100. They just had to stick with it until page 123 to get Nova blowing up cool shit with her brain. Yeah, baby. Uh, we got some more um, mind chatter. So, are you ready? I am ready. All right. Oh, no. We're gonna die. Some kind of... We're gonna die. Freak, what is she? How... We're gonna die. That happened. She looks... We're gonna die. Really cracked off. I hope she... Oh, fuck, we're gonna die. Doesn't hurt us. <laughs> I'm hungry. I'm hungry. Uh, Nova... Alright, Nova started... We're gonna die! Backing away from all the... What did you do? Horrible thoughts. How did that happen? Directed at her. I'm so hungry. <laughs> you know, what... It's interesting here that all the people who are thinking this stuff... How do they know that she did that? Yeah. Uh, like it, that is I, a, bit, a bit weird. She yelled, and then the thing exploded, and everybody is instantly like, "Well, that obviously those two events are connected." <laughs> maybe like they all know about teeps, or maybe she does like an obvious tell. You know, where like she just like puts her hand to her temple, and it's yeah. just like doing the thought violence. You mm-hmm. know, just yeah, maybe that's what she does. That's it's a Here, good tell. Here's another thought which i think i'm open to sort of exploring this maybe nova isn't telepathic maybe she is just sort of like unknowingly firing things from a rocket launcher that she's holding right she's holding a rocket launcher all the time yeah right that's good right keith hasn't specifically told us that she is not holding a rocket launcher exactly yeah nothing has specifically gone and disproven that theory so Holding a rocket launcher the whole time, <clears throat> firing the rocket launcher, <clears throat> you know, you know, blowing up the the top of the building with everyone up there with the rocket launcher that she's holding, not impossible. Blowing I mean, that, up that the, would the gun, the gun, the gun that Freddie and Billy were firing at her. She fires the rocket launcher, hits the gun, not impossible. But like then, that would make everything that Fagan said completely not understandable. Considering he's like trying to negotiate with someone, like holding a rocket launcher. <laughs> Look, either, even in the version, even in the version where Nova isn't holding a rocket launcher, it's still very stupid. It's still like, he's, really, he's, really bad. He's yeah. still totally an idiot, right? He is an yeah, idiot. And, yeah, and, and you know, okay, all right. Let's let's explore that. So. So Nova's sitting there holding a rocket launcher and Fagin is like trying to negotiate with her. He's basically right? like, why don't you go outside and get some balls before you come back here, you know? Why don't you live outside in the gutter for a while and, you know, let's see how long you last, blah, blah, blah. And like, in either case, where she, you know, can explode things with her mind or can explode things with the rocket launcher... <laughs> Not a good play from Fagin. <laughs> They're both bad plays, but here's the thing with the rocket launcher, is that maybe she's out of ammo. Yeah, maybe, right? maybe she's out of rockets. Yeah. Yeah. She, Possible. Obviously Possible. she isn't. Obviously she isn't because she just blew up the robot. She picked but... them up, you know, from the news agents. <laughs> but... <laughs> 
from the uh yeah from the stores here that she's passed from the rocket launcher store right um well you know okay if you all right if you're in front of someone who can who you know can kill with her brain you're definitely going to die in that situation where you're threatening her right but if you're in front of someone with a rocket launcher you got some outs right rocket launcher could be empty uh rocket launcher could jam you could know malfunction and, could, and yeah. explode yeah they do that yeah and she explodes herself yep right that's those are all possibilities i do like the idea that fagin is trying to recruit her into his crew because of her of 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 her specialty Expensive of having rocket launchers having having a rocket launcher yeah, well, she's... I mean, it really smacks of, like, Team Fortress-style tactics here, where it's like, well, she's got a rocket launcher. She's got to be on my team. <laughs> look, look, I don't know how to tell you this, okay? She has a rocket launcher, so I'm sorry, Marcus. Uh, you're being demoted. You are <laughs> going to have to work your way up. The Wait, if you have a rocket launcher, you come... All right, Marcus, you come to me with a rocket launcher. I'll put you back in your position. Okay, but until then, Nova has the rocket launcher. Right. And 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 it's her it greatest fits, attribute so it, well, far, it, to be fair. Her, her most her most, her most notable personality, personality trait. trait. Exactly. <laughs> it's that she has a rocket launcher. Because <laughs> she really what? hasn't proven anything else at all. <laughs> but 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 now she has the rocket launcher that's really not nothing you know what i mean yeah and and it fits with her coming from the old families you know having connection to her dad is a weapons manufacturer right mm-hmm. she's got money she can afford a really good rocket launcher right and then that's what sets her up. That's what sets her apart from everyone else. She comes down into this gritty underworld, you know, and she goes, I have something none of you can possibly have, which is the family connections to be able to own a really, really nice rocket launcher. Right. Um, I, I will say it does deviate slightly from my diehard comparison. <laughs> yeah. Nah, I don't. I'll have to rewatch it, but I don't remember John McClane using a rocket launcher uh, no. on Hans on Hans Gruber. Um, well, I mean, I think the point is obviously. I mean, I think that yeah, the the point of Die Hard is that he's disempowered, right? Because that's why it's interesting. But in our case, Nova is supposed to be <laughs> overpowered, right? So she can explode right. stuff with her mind our rocket launcher uh, that is like a little bit too much power to give nova <laughs> just a little Ye- bit Ye- well is it i mean here she is Would in the you- gutter not yeah. getting not getting what she wants you know she like you know you grow up privileged and you think to yourself i have this nice rocket launcher i can do anything in the world that i want and then you get thrown down into the slums and you get this wake up call that like, Hey kid, life is about more than just having a really, really amazing rocket launcher, you know? Yeah. And, and she has to like discover a side of herself. Other she's been, she's been dependent on the rocket launcher for like such a, a sort of sense of identity, 
you know, for yeah. so long, for all this time. And she's never, she's had no reason to need to cultivate herself to be the kind of person other than someone who has a rocket launcher. Well, I mean, going with the idea that, you know, over herself is definitely a valley girl type, uh-huh. you know, keeping in mind the movie Clueless. Oh my God, my rocket launcher jammed again. Yeah. Uh-uh. Would you give Sure from Clueless a rocket launcher? Because I am pretty <laughs> yes. sure I would. Yes. I would yes. hand that movie instant, be approved. Instant hard yes. Launcher. Instant hard yes. What about Regina George from Mean Girls with a rocket I would launcher? not give a rocket launcher to Regina George. Like, that would be probably one of the worst mistakes of mankind. <laughs> I want to see it so badly. I just want... All right, no, here's here's what it is. It's Cher from, from Clueless versus Regina from Mean Girls, both with a rocket launcher. Like an you know EDF, I mean? like, face-off kind of deal. Yeah, exactly. Like, yeah, they're in, like, one kind of uh, face-off. And, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Now, I will say, here's here's what I'll say to bring it back to StarCraft. So, in the StarCraft video game, Nova is, of course, <clears throat> based on the ghost unit from, from, from StarCraft, who's one one of the 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 main uh <clears throat> central attacks that the ghost has aside from their sort of normal ground movement is they can call nukes right like that's the ghost unit specifically does that it's one of the most powerful uh ground based attacks in in the entire game or for for the terrans um so it does and that's specific to the ghost unit in starcraft so yeah. it does support the idea that part of what ghosts are doing is just firing explosive artillery, right? Yeah. That's that's sort of intrinsic in their personality. You know, maybe <clears throat> maybe ghosts at a young age start with a rocket launcher, and then as they grow and develop, you know, as people and as tacticians and warriors, they develop the capacity to actually launch an entire nuke. But the rocket launcher is like the starting point for that. Yeah. I mean, it's it's definitely possible. Um, you know, I mean, I feel like you're using your previous StarCraft knowledge a lot in this, uh, you know, to to inform your your takes <clears throat> here. But I respect it. And between every episode of us doing this podcast, I sit down and play a hundred hours of StarCraft to it's very impressive to hone my sense of context for where right. this story is coming from. Um, I will say, actually, that even if she does have the rocket launcher, it doesn't change her mental readings, right? Like, she's still reading people's minds, as far as we know, right? Right, yeah. So so exactly. so we, so the rocket launcher theory would imply is that she does have the, was it the teep side? Like, is it the telepath side that lets her just hear thoughts? Yeah, but the telekinetic side is the like blowing shit up. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Yeah. So she still so she would still be Yeah. Right. Uh so she would still be so I you know, when they say teak, they could just be referring to she's holding a rocket launcher. But the teep teep thing is like, no, but she can't actually read minds, and it's dangerous because if you're if you just have the rocket launcher, how are you supposed to know who are the bad people to blow up? 
but now that she can read minds, she can see all your dark, dirty, nasty thoughts and then be like, that's the person that's getting my rocket. Right. So I yeah. guess that's the, that's the like combination of powers that makes her especially dangerous. In, indeed. Very dangerous. Yeah. You know, I just, you think, you know, growing up sheltered and with a rocket launcher your whole life, it would be hard to like relate to, to, to common people. She's in Wouldn't the cot it? with the rocket launcher. It's like, you know, like a little doll that she curls up next to. <laughs> that, that's exactly they, next to the rocket they, launcher. They, they bring her they bring her home from the hospital, you know, set her down, like swaddle her with a little blanket, and then tuck a little miniature rocket launcher in between her arms, you know, and she she curls she cuddles her head up against it affectionately. It's like painted and uh, a, a little, a little, a little mobile of of like of rockets is like you know of like artillery is like floating over over her her cradle. Yeah, Hello Kitty is is stenciled onto the handle of the yes, yes, little little uh, those like S symbols, you know, the like that everyone draws in their in their uh, in their notebooks, the little yeah. like diamond S thing. You know, she's got a bunch of those, you know, yeah. on the rocket launcher. Yeah. It's like it's got like some fuzzy, fluffy pink kind of little details on it. And uh, Yes. Like a uh yeah, like it's like all it's got like fake it's got like furry, you know, it's like a like what do what do you what do you, what do you call those when it's like covered in fur? It's just fur. Just fur. Like she had it she had it all done, you know, specially like a special custom fur job on her rocket or something. Right. Rocket launcher. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but you know, you you know, you imagine going to school and like your rocket launcher is obviously superior to that of anyone else around you. You know, I just imagine yeah. it could be, you know, it could be a tough situation. So sort of you have to take like it to that. the dry cleaners though, because you know the fluff will probably get a bit mucky after a while. So you have to get your rocket launcher dry cleaned. Yeah, right. Dry cleaner. Right. Right. Always remove the rockets from the rocket launcher before, before having it dry cleaned. It's a classic exactly. mistake. Yeah. yeah, that's Constantino's lost a lot of dry cleaners mm. that way. Mm-hmm. Uh, wait, well, this implies that that Constantino probably also had a rocket launcher, right? Yeah, or maybe he passed down the rocket launcher, obviously, oh. when she was of age. Maybe that's what the birthdays are for, the birthday parties. Oh, you're right. Yeah. You're right. You're right. Huh. Yeah, okay. In a way that makes Garth Duke even more brave, you know. <laughs> <laughs> what for sure? Sh- rocket launcher party. <laughs> that, he can't. No, but that's that's part. No, but you. No, no, no. Carry, carry, carry. You, that's you're the op. You've you've taken the opposite view on it. That's specifically why he shows up. That's that's what. It, that's what lights a fire inside of him. It's the danger. The, da- you know? the danger of being it's, fully it's the same, to it's semi-naked the same. Uh, rocket launcher party. <laughs> it's the same reason why he ended up in the mildly radioactive waste s- situation that he ended up in before. It's because, you know, you go, you, you strip naked at one birthday party. Sure, you have a good time, but you end up, you know, just trying to recreate that high and it never lives up to it. You have to continue to up the stakes. Right. You know, so he has to go to a rocket launcher birthday party, you know, yeah. and then 
in, in you know, and, and then he has to continue to be increasingly more pr provocative in the presence of a substantial number of people holding rocket launchers. Right. He's going right? to re recreate that buzz. Yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. It always has to, you know, always has to continue to, to, to up itself a little bit Indeed. time over time. Um, I, God, I, I kind of say, I feel like Nova just quadrupled in personality because of the <laughs> rocket launcher. It's yes. like it's like every time in Doom you upgrade your gun, you feel a little bit closer to Doom Guy, right? Mm. Feel a little bit more like Doom Guy means something to you. You're like, I actually appreciate Doom Guy. You know, he's somehow improved in personality over this period of time. <laughs> it's the same with Nova. The more upgrades she gets on her rocket launcher, the more we feel like, you know what? I quite like this girl. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, yeah. So, so when we've talked a lot about Nova's char character arc, right? We've talked a lot about the idea of this book, you know, being being her her development arc, going into the StarCraft Ghost video game, right? Yeah. And and we have been talking about it in terms of like her personality and how it changes her and how it you know wears her down or makes her more of a killer or whatever. But maybe we need to be thinking about it more in terms of what it does to her rocket launcher, right? And in the, in the sense that as as her rocket launcher develops, it's a that is you know she is a reflection of it in a sense. Yeah. Um. But but you know we've but the whole the kind of the, the point of this book is to take her from her really um uh you know com comfy cozy cushy upbringing. And put her in this very grimy, dark, sort of dirty situation, and therefore kind of like wearing her down into someone who's a killer. Yeah. Um. Presumably, that's still having a mental effect on her. Um, yeah. Like, how you know is her rocket launcher changing in some way over the course of this? I mean, you know, the rocket launcher is going to become a little bit more grizzled, isn't it? It's it's going to become more worn in. He's gonna get yeah. some. He's got the edges sanded off of it. It's probably gonna get a bit dirtier. Well, she doesn't have a dry cleaner warmly. anymore. Exactly. No, no more. No more dry cleaning. Gonna like go from this, like uh, a baby pink to a a, a brown gray. The queen. Yeah. yeah. But like you can still see the pink there, like in the roots, you know. But then it like. Yeah. And so and have, like and, a kind of mossy, mossy kind of mess going on. Right. There, like camouflage colors. And this is the situation where normally she would have said, oh, I'll just take it to the dry cleaners. But there's no dry cleaners in the gutter. And so now she has to just accept this new situation. And then that's what kind of propels her mentally forward into being this grizzled warrior that Indeed. she becomes. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Okay. She starts doodling, like her doodles start to become like skulls and, you know. Yeah knives and poison and stuff and on the side of the rocket stabbed launcher. in the head <clears throat> yeah yeah right yeah. right and and it, and and yeah it does <clears throat> it does put a lens on her whole you know everything is stupid there's no point to anything anymore attitude you know her edgelord attitude which is yeah well if my rocket launcher isn't isn't bouncy and pink and fuzzy anymore then then what's the point yeah. Right, so it propels her mentally 
into that space. Right. Right. Okay. Okay. All right. All right. Yeah. No, that's, that's the connection for me. That, that makes it work. Thanks. Yeah. Okay. All right. All right. All right. I'm, I like it. I'm glad we figured that out. That this was really, this is like the one weak link in the book for me. You know yeah. what I mean? The rocket launcher theory. Well, yeah, before the rocket launcher theory that it was that now the rocket launcher theory sort of shores up my one kind of, you know, problem with the book. Right. Hmm. Okay. Cool. This is good. I'm I'm ready to every 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 conversation that anyone has with Nova for for the rest of this book, I need you to hold in your mind that the person talking to her is looking not just her but at the rocket launcher that she is holding throughout right. the conversation yeah right uh, we're on the same page about that Got it. yeah okay yeah cool all right here we go <clears throat> the news vendor herself martina dharma came running out of her store wielding a p180 which she pointed right at nova even though it wasn't loaded again this is this this is important now this woman, Martina, runs out of the store. Nova has just Nova has just pointed her rocket launcher at the robot, fired it, and blown the rock blown the robot into pieces. Martina Dharma runs out of the store holding an empty pistol and points it at the woman with the rocket launcher. That's just I mean, right. that's crazy. That's crazy. Right. That's crazy, but that's the world that we're living in right in this book martina couldn't afford the bullets but she kept the weapon itself to scare people as far as nova was concerned she needn't have bothered not only because nova knew the gun wasn't loaded but because nova was holding a motherfucking rocket launcher no that's not what it says not only because nova knew the gun wasn't loaded but because she was plenty scared already she hadn't meant to destroy the aai what she wanted to destroy was her sister. <clears throat> wow, rude. <laughs> uh, yeah, not cool, Nova. Um, how dare she? This is Nova's thoughts. How dare she? Clara knows I'm not dead. If nothing else, Nova knew she left bodies behind. She knew because she stepped over them when she ran away. Nova's body wasn't one of those left, so Clara should have known that Nova was still alive. Hey, Blondie! It was the empty gun-wielding Martina. Get your ass away from my place before I fill you, with, fill you up with enough metal to open a shop, alrighty? And Martina's thoughts now. Please don't <laughs> hurt me. Oh, oh, okay, yeah, I guess you do it, yeah. Please don't hurt me. Don't bust up my place anymore. I can barely afford the insurance and I don't know how the hell I'm going to convince you and Ed to replace it without charging me. And please don't make me fire this empty gun. Fire this empty gun. I don't think that's how it works. Um, but good job, Martina. <clears throat> Nova turned and ran away as fast as her legs could go. That wasn't especially fast, as it happened. Days she was holding of, a rocket She was holding a rocket launcher. Because, oh. Yeah, you can't run that fast. Everyone knows. You well, can't run you that know, fast when you hold a rocket launcher. What she could do is fire it behind her, and the explosion propels her forward, right? Right, so that's, because that's what everyone does. That's, yeah, that's half the advantage of having a rocket launcher. Of course, yeah. 
Um, days of lying next to a trash bin had left her legs rather rubbery when called upon to do anything more complicated than walk, but nobody gave chase. She could feel that much. Everybody was too scared to get near her. <clears throat> By the time she reached the intersection with Gladstone Way, she stopped and leaned against the side of a novelty store. She was horribly out of breath, and her hunger was now of epic proportions. Across, uh, across from the novelty store was another bodega. This one didn't have an AAI out front either, but unlike the Milton's place, Nova knew that it was because the owner didn't care if people got food from there or not. The back room was used for card games, ranging from poker to how nam. Is that a real I don't know. <clears throat> I've never heard of how nam before. I don't know. Um hang on, I'm gonna look that up. Should we should we find out about how nan? Uh, I just searched Haonan exactly as it's spelled here, and I got no results. I mean, I got results, but nothing even remotely resembling a card game. Is it a StarCraft-only thing? <clears throat> let me go to the StarCraft wiki. Come on, StarCraft wiki, let us Come know. Come on, StarCraft wiki, don't let us down, don't let us down. Haonan. Oh, here we go. Here we go. <clears throat> uh... How Nan is a oh this is just from Starcraft this is just from Starcraft Ghost Nova. Mm. Uh so presumably we're about to read game. this but Okay. How Nan is a card game played by Terrans of the Koprulu sector. It was often played in the back room of the shop of Terrence in Tarsanas City. Okay, so we're about to meet Terrence. All right. But yeah, that's that's literally that's literally it's the whole thing. Oh, okay. So again, Keith invention. Keith, yeah, new Keith invention. Nice. Um, nice, good one, Keith. Uh, up there with Framberries. Indeed. Uh, and the place was also a popular meeting slash drop off spot for Marcus Raylian's people. Nova decided she'd have no problem stealing food from this place because it's run by evil people. Sure. Still out of breath, she went into the bodega. The owner was behind the counter. I've never heard so many buildings referred to as bodegas. The owner was behind the counter, watching the same UNN reporter who had been talking about Clara, only on a flat screen. He was now talking about the new security measures at Osborne because of the increased terrorist attacks and the alien threat. The, rebel the rebels have proved with their suicide run on the Terra skyscraper that they're not above killing themselves to achieve their evil goals. Snarling with disgust, Nova lashed out at the flat screen. Which, again, you know, you, you have to wonder, like, Nova's anger at the reporting about the explosion on the building is that she didn't get credit for it? Yeah, it's a little weird, isn't it? She's pretty, she's pretty pissed about the fact that everyone's like, like she's gotten away with a crime, as far as I'm concerned. Yeah, no, she should be. That's exactly. She should be like pumping her fist, like, "Yes, I did it. I'm not going to prison for that." Right? Yeah, I mean, I, I would honestly just be like, "Oh my god!" Like, you know, everything's open to me. I can commit basically any crime now. Like, I'm free. <laughs> I can go on a rampage. That's what I want. You know, like that's 
Guess it was terrorists. Guess it was terrorists who did it. Yeah, it, you know, it's there are no rules now, Nova. Go ahead. Just do what you like. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we could look at it as her wanting others to be impressed by the power of her rocket launcher. Uh, right? Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, yeah. it could be that she feels like she isn't getting recognition for, you know, the impact that her rocket launcher is capable of having. Possibly. She does have a lot of identity tied up in that rocket launcher. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I don't know. But you're right, you know, I, you'd really, I think the, the, the sane rational position to take here is, I can get away with anything now. If I could literally blow up a building and it's being blamed on other people, I'm I'm in the clear, basically. Yeah. I mean, you could do what you wanted. Yeah, right. Well, you know, uh, Jack could still be the head of the Tarsanas police force at this point and radically incapable of, you know... Sort of, well, I guess he's not in the, uh, that was, I don't know. I guess he's not at this point in the book, but maybe yeah. he's the one assigned to, you know, assigned to figure that he was assigned to figure that out. Right. And so he yeah. has no capacity to really figure that out in a meaningful way. And so, you know, so Claire or so Nova's like, as long as Jack is trying to solve the case, I'm fine. Basically. Yeah. Is, is the attitude that I think she should have about it. For sure. Okay. <clears throat> uh, Snarling with disgust, Nova lashed out at the flat screen, which sparked and exploded in a very satisfying manner. So did the credit reader on the counter, which she hadn't intended to destroy. What the flick? The owner shielded his eyes from the sparking, then looked at Nova. Who the flick are you? I need food. To her own ears, Nova's voice sounded desperate which hadn't been her intent. She wanted to sound tough, although she had no experience in doing so. It seemed to work, though. Damn, Curve, when's the last time you ate? Shut up! I want food now! Or I'll blow up something else! You scanning me? Ah, uh, see, now Nova, this is like the dark energy starting to come out, right? She's, this she's, is start, the... she's starting to do the patois. The patois yeah. of the gutter. Right. 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 She picks up everything from the people around her and just becomes more like that. Yeah. She added this... La- oh, here we go. She added this last phrase because she remembered Fagin and his people using the phrase or something like it. Uh, uh, she hoped that it would help her blend in. <laughs> The owner, whose name was Terence, so there's as referenced in the StarCraft wiki, and who was older than Nova's grandfather had been when he died, laughed. Curve, you got a lot of Jones coming in here and threatening me, but I gotta tell you that if you don't get your pretty little ass out of my place, you ain't never gonna get your pretty little ass out of my place. You scan me? Wait, if you don't get your pretty little ass out of my place. You're never going to get your pretty little ass out of my place. That's yeah. a weird threat. Well, well cuz you know he's saying you'll you'll die before you leave. You know, you know what I mean? Like it's, it's I know, but he's, yeah, he's he's like, He should have said if you don't get your pretty little ass out of my place, 
in the next 10 seconds, you then will you never won't. Do then that. you won't. But yeah. what he said was, if you don't leave, then you won't leave. Right. Am I, is that, am I, am I weird in thinking that's, that's no, a little no, no. off? That's, yeah. But it's also, you know, I think it's Keith trying to be, you know, Wild West and such, you know. Yeah. I, Got a bit of a, a vibe to it, you know. You like to think that, it, you like to think that it, the Wild West in real life is the way it is in movies where everyone has these really snappy one-liners, but it's probably more like this where people are just saying whatever shit comes to mind and a yeah, lot of it is just not. Ass. Stuff. Not really, yeah, these are not educated people. These are just people saying whatever comes to mind. Right. right? Um, and again, Nova's holding a rocket launcher this whole time. Which she managed to fire in such a way as, as for only to create sparks. Um, which maybe suggests that... EMP? <laughs> <laughs> EMP rockets? <laughs> EMP rockets? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> That's, well, right. So when Nova first gets the rocket launcher, you know, as a, as a young child, she she's only allowed to use EMP rockets at first. You know, and then she sort of develops her way up to using actual explosive rockets. Perhaps. Right. Mm-hmm. So, so she's had to, you know, learn a variety of uses for the rocket launcher. De- yeah, um, definitely. Yeah. I also, for some reason, this also brought to mind the idea of the, the, the rocket launcher having the ability to fire little teeny tiny rockets. Little, 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 little teeny ones. Just like little ones, you know, which just wants to like, just blow up a microwave or something. Wait, so it is, isn't a tiny rocket just just a bullet? <laughs> <laughs> Are you saying that she's holding a gun now? Is that what we're saying? Because it's just—is it just a bullet, or is it like bullets don't explode? Bullets don't explode, right? I mean, I like to imagine. I like to imagine she just she just like tilts back the rocket launcher and just pours a case full of bullets into it and then just fires the the rocket launcher. I mean, technically, some bullets are. uh... Some are explosive, I guess. Some explosive, I guess. I mean, it could be. You know, again, this is a very fancy rocket launcher, right? That's part of the advantage that she has, you know. A freaking Judge Dredd piece of equipment. It's like but, you can, she can set, set it to put bullets But that's why, that's why she's so powerful in this world. That's why everyone else is so in awe of the magnitude of her power, mm-hmm. right? When they see the versatility that her rocket launcher is capable of. Uh, Nova knew that Terence didn't take her seriously as a threat, mainly because he thought that the blowing up of the flat screen and reader was due to their being of inferior manufacture. She was also really angry at him for getting the phrase, you scan me wrong. Oh, she was sorry. She, I, I must said that. She was also really angry at herself for getting the phrase, you scan me wrong all right what she said you scanning me oh yeah oh rookie error classic mistake classic mistake you know no matter how big your rocket launcher is if you don't if you don't talk correct uh it all goes out the window right 
Closing her eyes, she focused on where she knew Terence was standing, thanks to being able to feel his thoughts, and then scrunched her face in concentration as she tried to lift him. She almost collapsed from the effort, but she got him up in the air for about a second. Then he fell to the floor. Pain sliced into Nova's head right behind her right eye. She'd never tried anything that fo that focused before, and it hurt like hell. And it had mostly served only to crack Terrence off. You flick and curve, he cried as he clambered to his feet. He pulled out a T-10 from under the counter. It was his prize weapon, one he'd been issued by the Confederate Army when he served in it 60 years ago. It didn't work very well and it took Nova only half a second to jam the firing mechanism after reading how to do it in Terence's mind. Um, okay, Terence found out... Terence found that out when he tried to fire, and the clip opened up unexpectedly and cut into the area between his thumb and forefinger. Ow! He dropped the gun and shook his hand back and forth. So Nova read his mind to figure out how to jam the gun and then just did it? I guess so. Maybe Terrence was hoping at that point that it wouldn't jam and had an accurate blueprint in his mind of what the jamming would look <laughs> like. <laughs> you know, just a second ago, it took, like, all of her effort to just, like, move this guy up into the air a little bit. But now she can laser precision jam a gun in an exact yeah. way, mm. right? Mm-hmm. I don't know. That seems Weird. a little fishy to me. Um, yeah. Do you think she actually... Well, I don't know. I was gonna. Again, I was gonna ask whether. Yeah. Is this is this gangster guy really called Terrence? I mean, again, <laughs> like I'm feeling a little resistance to this criminal underworld if they're all called like Terrence and Jeffrey. You know what I mean? Mark, like Marcus this, and Adam and yeah. Yeah, it's a little bit weird. I mean, I'm just what's what's next? Like someone called Neville? You know, like oh yeah, know, yeah. Ne Neville, yeah. Neville, the the freaking gangster boss who's coming to kill me. I'm like Neville's not, a, you know, scary sounding name. Neville the Night Stabber. Yeah, I mean, you know, I I I you know, I wouldn't want to be like you know ripped apart by someone who's like called you know Shark Eye Jim or whatever. <coughs> um, maybe I mean maybe this weird. is their maybe this is their whole cover. You know what I mean? Maybe that's a whole part of their thing is lulling so people into a false like sense, they, sense of sense of security. They sound like they came from a private school. <laughs> well, that's it. That's exactly what it is, you know. Right. See, the problem was the problem was that all these people were coming out in the underworld, you know, rising up in the criminal ranks with names like, you know, Mad-Eye Maximilian, the murderer, right? And then, you know what you do if you're in the TPF you just open the fucking phone book, right? And you're like, yeah, that you're guy, like, that guy for sure. Yeah. I don't even need evidence. Just lock him up for life. Yeah, right. Right? Right. 
and then it got so easy, you know, like shooting criminals in a barrel that the you know the tpf is just sitting there just like bringing in criminal after criminal every day ah we got you know jones and jerry the jackhammer of death right all right send him into the back and at some point they wise up to it right the criminals do and they realize like yo we gotta change this tactic all right uh uh murder and mark of yeah a thousand deadly cuts you're just going to be Marcus from now right, on. Right, right. Right? Terrence the Terrible, uh, the ter- the Terrence the Terrible Teeth Terror, you know? Yeah. Just, just Terrence. Just Terrence. Right? Yeah. Drop the teeth tearing aspect of it. Right. Ter- Terrence is like, but tearing teeth is like my whole thing. And they're like, yeah, I know, I know, I know. But, like, do you know how easy that is to identify on, like, a credit card statement? You yeah. know? Yeah. Do you know how how much that stands out on a phone bill? Right? That, like, that name extends all the way off the screen. They don't, you know, they just, that's what they're looking for, right? And Terrence is like, I mean, I get it, but, you know, how will people know that I, you know, that they tearing out teeth is, like, my whole thing? And they're like, they, they won't. They won't. That's the point. The point is that they won't. So, and then as a result of that, the TPF can't find it people anymore because they used their whole, because their whole uh, method of, of solving crimes was based around this, you know, naming scheme. And that's why the TPF is like in such a, a, a shitty state right now. You know what I mean? Because, because, now their one method of solving crimes has dried up and they have nothing else to 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 go on that makes you know sense. so so yeah. like well we just we we give up basically they changed their names like what the fuck are you supposed to do at that point yeah okay that makes sense i mean does that track for you yeah i mean i think it has made their their job a lot harder here um right i mean presumably they probably still know where these people live but you know they they think that they've relinquished the life of crime so you know yes exactly well right and that's a whole there's a whole sort of inspirational aspect of it which is like i guess terrence saw the light you know i guess he realized i guess he realized that you can tear the teeth out of others but that will never create teeth in your heart you know yeah and and then they said well it's for the best really you know Mm -hmm. like this is this is this is all part of the bigger picture of people like terrence seeing what's the way to you know how to go forward right indeed um and then it's a real conundrum for them when they get a report of terrence you know tearing out someone's teeth right and then they're like but his name isn't that anymore so it can't be him yeah. You know? Must be someone else. It's obviously someone else. Look, yeah. just look for teeth tearing in the, just go back to the phone book and just scroll until you find someone else, you know. I love the fact <clears> that they're ha- using the phone book as their primary crime solving method. <laughs> it's not even a computerized system. <laughs> it's just the, li- it's just the phone book. It's, and they have to it's reliable. It every it, single day. It's, it's reliable. <laughs> is what it is it's a staple it's a staple of good solid detective work yeah we've been doing it this way for hundreds of years and there's no reason to change that now 
but they because of this they get a new phone book every day you know yeah. because that because the phone book has because people are changing their names so often you know so to stay on top of detective work they need to you know get a new phone book shipped in and then they have people every day who are just scouring the phone book looking for names right yeah. people like people like larry you know yeah just just sitting at the phone book all day every day <laughs> um all right jesus christ where are we uh Terrence, yeah, Terrence tried to fire and uh, the clip opened up unexpectedly and cut into the area between his thumb and forefinger. Ow! He dropped the gun and shook his hand back and forth. I can keep this up all day, Terrence, she said. And not only that, I can tell Marcus Raelian that you let a 15-year-old girl, yes, I'm only 15, make you look like an idiot. The only way to stop me is to give me some flicking food. Nova had never cursed in her life before. Whoa. Somehow. She's becoming though, a badass. I know. She's becoming gritty. Exactly. Exactly. She's becoming hardened to the realities of the world so that she can go and destroy aliens. Uh, efficiently. Uh, Nova had never cursed in her life before. Somehow, though, it felt like the right thing to say just at the moment. Cradling his injured hand in the other arm, Terence said, Who the flick are you? He shook his head. Flick, it doesn't matter. Take whatever the flick you want. Just get the flick out of my place when you're done. I don't want to see you in here again. Terence, a oh. seasoned swearer. I know. Just Terrence so many is, swears. Yeah, Nova's kind of, I, Nova's maybe a little intimidated here. Like, whoa, this guy's swearing a lot. This guy can, he's got the power of swearing. Uh, he's so much stronger than I realized. Ah, so much swearing. Uh, yeah, it, it, you know, I don't know a lot of, I mean, I, maybe there's 15 year olds who don't, who have, who don't, have never sworn before, but, um, all right, so Nova says, fine. All of Terrence's food was pre-packaged. Sandwiches, most of which looked like they had been on the shelf long past their expiration, uh, so she skipped them. Fruit and vegetables, most of which had gone bad, so she avoided them as well. Meal bars, most of which were still good, so she took three that were framberry flavored. Of course she did. Of course she did. In Her all best flavor. Of in all of the gritty character development that she's doing, she hasn't lost that connection back to Framberries. Right. Is it some way of saying that, you know, even as she's about to become this hardened killing machine, there's still a, like a piece of humanity in her. Still right? likes pink and, and, and pretty colors and yeah. lovely flavors. She likes it, but she's suppressing all of that stuff way, way down. Indeed. Right? Uh, in order to become the badass who can survive in this in this cruel, harsh world. Yep. Um, an assortment of drinks, including, bless him, Framberry juice, of which Nova took four bottles. Realizing she couldn't carry all that, she turned to Terrence. A bag? Terrence, who was applying a salve to his hand, 
couldn't believe she was asking. Take a flickin' bag. She decided to try something. Closing her eyes again, she focused on the bags, which were on a rack next to the now useless card reader. She tried to bring them over to her. The experiment was only a partial success. She actually grabbed the entire rack of bags, and she got them only halfway to her before they fell all over the floor. Sheepishly, she went to pick one up. Terence was just shaking his, shaking his head and wondering when the crazy curve was going to get the flick out of his place. Um, all right, quick question here. Uh, so now she's developing the, the moving stuff with her mind yeah. aspect, right? Is that still rocket launcher related? Well, she, it would have to be a separate thing, I think. Because the rocket launcher stuff is just damaging things. It can't be moving things. Unless it's like one of those Half-Life style, you know, like Gravitron type things. Or what if it's got one of those little extendo grabby arms that you pull the little lever and it grabs the clicky robot arm you know what i mean and she's like got that taped to the front of the rocket launcher yeah i mean it could be i do you mean like um you know like one of those uh things you get in arcades where it's like it's like you have to grab the toy with the grabby arm and oh each time it's like kind of shit and then it it doesn't quite get you the toy you wanted and you know and it's and you have to try over and over and well that's an interesting idea too i was talking about the ones that's like a little stick you know that has yeah. like a little clicker arm at the end and you pull a thing on the oh, other yeah. end and, okay. it and it grabs the and it you know it makes the arm it makes a little hand like a little robot pincher grab you know yeah 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 um your idea is fun too though that she's like actually shooting like a little uh uh ufo catcher arm out of the out of the the rocket launcher and grabbing things like that. Yeah, well, it would mean that there would be quite a few errors, you know, because that grabby hand is rubbish. Oh, it's terrible! It's terrible. But that explains, you know, her her why she's so shit at it right now. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And then, but presumably, if you play the the um the UFO games for long enough, you get better at them, right? Like there are people who actually do that and actually get better at it, right? They actually... really? I thought it was what? rigged. Well, it is rigged, but you I think you can get better at it. Like, I think it's... I, I'm pretty sure. If anyone's listening and they're fantastic at those games, please write in and tell us how you win at them and get better at them. Because I really would like to know. I, I love those things and I am absolutely rubbish at them. I feel like it's a... I feel like it's a real thing. Hang on. Let's... Professional... I'm going to look up... I'm going to search professional... UFO game players. Uh, oh man, I don't really see anything. There's got to be a, there's got to be like people who who get good at that stuff. I'm sure I'm sure that it's just like I thought it was a scam, but yeah. If if anyone has any insights, I'd love to know. Yeah, um, that would be interesting because it does because so so where we are now is that either she does actually have the mental power to move things around or she has a little grabby hand 
Um, right. A little ar- arcade grabby hand coming off of her, off of her rocket launcher, which is an idea that I would personally really like to, uh, to explore. Right. Um, I would, I would be, I would be very much into that. I mean, the grabby hand would certainly I- explain the entire rack of bags, not just one bag coming off, right? Because, yeah. you know, that grabby hand is rubbish, first of all. But it's also only able to grab onto things that are, you know, a little bit more substantial rather than things like a bag. Yeah, so. well, but but that's, but that's, and, and, and therein sort of lies one of the points of Nova's character arc is her having to learn to use it with sort of subtlety and nuance. Right. Yeah. So the further we get in the story, the the better, the more that she grows, the better she gets. The more you know, finally precise and you know, she's she's able to aim the grabby hand. Yeah. And uh, but she presumably never needed to use it before because the rocket launcher was always enough. Right. Of course. Right? Yeah. Yeah. The or rocket launcher something. was. You know, right. Well, you, yeah. Just, well, right. you can just aim a rocket behind the thing and blow it into your direction. Right. Right. Of course. Yeah, exactly. Uh, and again, you know, growing up very privileged with a very nice rocket launcher, you, you know, you never think about other things like, you know, having to be more precise about using the grabby hand, you of know. Of course. So now she's in these situations where, you know, she's being forced to learn to use all parts of the rocket launcher. Yep. Right. Uh uh including yeah including the little tiny bullets that she fires out of the yeah out of the 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 rocket launcher or the emp uh rockets um all right let's uh let's see i'm i'm going to get through the rest of this page here uh dropping the meal bars and bottles of juice into the bag she then took all 10 bags of jerky that terence had on the shelf that never went bad that never went bad, and the protein would be good for her. And a bag of camthar cookies, which she hadn't had when she, since she was a kid. All right, back to StarCraft Wiki. Camthar cookies. cookies. All right, got one hit, and it is from StarCraft Ghost Nova, the 2006 novel by <laughs> USA Today bestselling author Keith R.A.D. Candido. Camthar cookies are Terran biscuits. It appears that they are mainly consumed by young children. Well, that uh, doesn't tell us anymore. <laughs> doesn't really tell. Knew. Well, we didn't, did we know, we didn't really know that they are biscuits? Unless this means in the sort of British sense of the word. Biscuits. I think it probably means British sense because yeah. cookies are just biscuits. But, you know? but the name is cookies. It's called cookies. Like in the StarCraft wiki, it says Camthar cookies. And then, it, and then it refers to them as biscuits. So I feel yeah, like, like this, we, this... for us, a cookie is a type of biscuit. <laughs> I, I'm just saying, I, uh, all right, all right. For like, for all us, right. like a biscuit, like basically a cookie is an American biscuit. That's what we call an American biscuit. Everything all is right, a biscuit right. that a cookie is an American biscuit. I know that sounds crazy, but we're like, oh, if it's, if it looks like it has chocolate chips in it and has lots of butter in it, it's probably a cookie. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know. Anyway. Well, here's my bigger thing about it is that both Camthar cookies and uh, Haunan, um, they, they, so both of these entries in the StarCraft wiki 
are sort of like they're only based as far as I can tell on the exact sentences that we've just read. And they're like really speculating at the nature of these things. So for example, how Nan said uh, is a card game played by Terrans of the Koprulu sector. Don't really know what, what any of, you know, we, I don't feel like we even got that, that, that it's a card game. It was often played in the back room of the shop by Terrans in Tarsana city. Is it? Uh, I mean, uh, well, I guess we st- we haven't got too far into this yet, because Terrence, we don't know that much about Terrence yet. But the Camthar just... Cookie one, I assume we don't hear of those again. We can. So. There's no way we're going to hear about Camthar Cookies, and it says it appears they are mainly consumed by young children. And all yeah. that we have to go on there is Nova saying that she hadn't had since she was a kid. Right? Someone, someone be Grifton on this. Uh, that's what I think. This Wikipedia. I think page. someone's taking liberties that, you know, with material that isn't stated in the source. Yep. And it makes you wonder how many other... You know, Davey, we're only here to solve the crimes. We're here to solve the crimes. That's all. We're just Is solving that the crimes. Solving the Wiki- solving the StarCraft wiki crimes. Yeah, yeah. We're yeah? solving the crimes. Yeah. Ah, like a sort of police force policing the starcraft wiki you know that i mean let me just say there's a viable future for this podcast in where we become (laughs) extensively wiki editing editing the starcraft wiki um for 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 extreme accuracy and clarity well we could add extreme amounts to the wiki from starcraft ghost nova that's and we true just there's, start going mad writing articles there's a lot of complete speculation there's a lot of references to starcraft ghost nova we could really come in and uh you know if we we can really build on one page that is just a lot of extraneous information. I would love to go into Nova's entry on the StarCraft wiki and add her rocket launcher in, into, <laughs> into her history. Uh, all right. About to leave, she had a thought and grabs Terrence's entire supply of canned cat food. Aww. 15 cans, ranging in flavor from salmon to tuna to Eilic fish. Probably Keith inventing another type of fish. Uh, This would be better for Pip than the scraps she received from the trash bin or the occasional alley mouse. You done yet? Terrence asked angrily. At least his tone was angry. In truth, he was scared to death. Nova decided to keep him scared. She knocked over the entire fruit rack, sending the bruised and green fruit, which, like all his food, he only capped out for show anyway, tumbling to the floor. She smiled at him. Now I'm done. Then she wow, turned on her heels. Then, then she turned on her heels and walked out, leaving Terrence to curse her name, her parents, her ancestors, and whoever she might have been related to back on old Earth while cleaning up the mess she made. He was also thinking about how he was going to pay for a new flat screen and card reader. Man, what a dick nova is just like she is a dick so and the other thing that's funny about this and we've talked about this before with fagin is nobody really like she can just blow things up right and it's like flinging the fruit over that's gonna make a big statement you know right how about you blow the fruit up 
why don't you just blow the whole popsicle stand, huh? Right, Why don't you just exactly. blow the building off of its seams? Like, just, I don't know. It seems weird that she was, like, so restrained. <laughs> I like the idea. I like the idea that, that, that Nova, like, you know, Terrence is like, oh, my God, like, I'm scared of you. Like, like I need you to leave. And Nova's like, all right, yeah, I'm all really fuck with this guy. And then, like, pushes the fruits over. And Terrence is like, that's not really why I was scared of you. Right. That, that wasn't really related to the anxiety that I'm feeling right now. You know what I mean? That's that, yeah. that, that wasn't your, that wasn't the thing about you that's keeping me on edge right, right. now. You know? She's like a 15 year old um, girl with uh, numerous offensive weapons, <laughs> you know? Like right. <laughs> Right, right. 15-year-old... This 15-year-old girl is carrying a rocket launcher around, but it's the knocking over the fruit that should really put you, you know, that should really make you uneasy. Yeah. Assault on some fruit. (laughs) Time and again, Nova does not recognize the power of the rocket launcher that she's holding. Yeah. She... She's not really... Yeah, she's not really digesting uh what exactly she's she's holding here yeah but that's sort of the impact of of having grown up with it from such a young age is that it just becomes invisible to her right yeah and she stops thinking about it and it just becomes sort of a part of the, the background the landscape for her so yeah all right well it's at least something that we have to sort of flesh out a little bit of why she is the way that she is so yeah you know what i'm not i'm uh i'm not upset about it not upset about it at all uh let's bookmark it there we'll call it there uh thank you the listener person listening to this thank you for joining us on this fun journey we are on page 129 of starcraft ghost nova i think we got through six pages today oh nice not bad yeah um uh yeah uh this is fun uh, I'm having fun, we're having fun, and you are having fun at home. And if you're not having fun, just remember, you are having fun. Uh, if you want to tell us how much fun you're having, or if you want to um, tell us more about people who are really good at those crane games uh, and can give us more information about how people get good at them and what the process of getting good at those is like then you can absolutely email us at the inspirational quarterly at gmail.com and we would love to hear from you about that um oh and the last thing is our um william butler yates quote which was of course uh there are no strangers only friends you have not yet met and Today, once again, just like always, we have a new character, which is Terrence, uh, formerly Terrence the Teeth Puller, now just Terrence. Mm. So, um, Keith delivering once again. Indeed. And and, uh, for that, we say, as we always say, what do we say? Thank you, Keith. Thank you, Keith. Thanks, everyone. See you next time. Bye. Bye.